Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marback. Today, we're covering the season finale of what I'm assuming is uh, season one, titled One World, One People. I'm going to welcome out our guests for this evening. Please welcome Marcelie Jean-Pierre. Oh, snap. <laughs> hey. Uh, Rob Alessiani. Oh, snap. Hey. Michael Henley. Oh, snap. <laughs> Tabitha Parker. Oh, snap. And welcoming, uh, once again, the esteemed Keen Cobb. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, this is our first live show. We did some uh, when we were doing water cooler podcasts. Uh, this is our first one in over a year at this point, And our first one as part of Crossroads Comedy Theater. One of the cool things that we get to do uh, now that all of these things are under, under one roof. So thank you all for being a part of the first show. And thanks for anybody that is watching. Uh, as a reminder, this is uh, there's an interactive portion toward the end of this. If you have any questions or comments uh, about the Marvel Cinematic Universe at large or this particular episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, please comment in the uh, YouTube. Uh, if you're not, if you don't have access to the YouTube link, uh, you can email x, uh, hello at xroadscomedy.com. Or uh, I don't know, if you know anybody that's uh, on screen, just shoot them a text or something. Uh, anyway, you can find a way to get in, get in. All right, uh, moving over to our first impressions of the season finale. I'm gonna go first to Keen. Uh, yeah, it was it was great, man. Um, it it. I don't want to sound like that one fan, like, well, they could have did more, but <laughs> um, the what they what they did, uh, I think they they did a good job in laying the groundwork for future things, um, mm -hmm. whether it be movies or other uh, possibly other Disney Plus series. Uh, so we did a, we did a great job with that, and um, overall, man, it was just a maybe not my favorite favorite episode of like the whole series, but like it was it was a great a great season season finale season or series finale. Yeah, it seems like they're they're talking about multiple because I was looking at the uh, Oscar was it the uh, Emmy submissions uh, mm -hmm. and how they submit things can kind of tell you how they how they may plan on certain things, and I know Wandavision was submitted as a mini series or limited okay. series and falcon and the winter soldier was not mm. um, and there's already talk about multiple seasons of loki hasn't even hasn't even come out yet uh tab what do you got um i got a lot of things that i wanted <laughs> in this in this uh finale um and I, kind of what keen said i think i think it was a little messy in respect to the villains mm. but I think all the heroes came out looking great. Very pleased. Yeah. Uh, Marcely? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it definitely wasn't in my top three favorite episodes, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> out of six. <laughs> out of six. Um, but I did, enjoy, <laughs> I did enjoy... I did enjoy... I thought the action was fantastic. Um, uh, I, I like the, the, um, the relationship building that they did and, and how it concluded in this uh particular episode um yeah and there were there were a few things that i think might have been impacted by um you know the the edits and reshoots um that seemed a little off and and weird but yeah. um overall I, I think it was good i i if i had to give it a grade i would give it a b plus it's not bad yeah. it's not bad not bad at all uh michael uh, yeah, I'm pretty much on the same page. I really enjoyed this a lot. It's um, I think that 
as the show went on, I think there were a lot of us that were a little concerned about how they were going to stick the landing and if they were going to kind of dig deeper on some of these things. And as far as the digging deeper goes, I think it was kind of a case of, okay, I guess this is all we're going to get, you know, and, uh, you know, Tab mentioned the villains uh, a little bit earlier, and I think that's definitely, definitely on point. Uh, but in terms of, like, sticking the landing and bringing all the things together, I thought they did a really good job. I thought this episode was tremendous fun to watch. It was really exciting. Um, uh, you know, and as far as our heroes are concerned, I think basically everything was fantastic and I'm really eager to see future seasons. And um, um, my sole regret for this season, I'm sure we'll get to it, is that we never got an entire episode that was Beth, just Sam and Bucky uh, hanging out in Louisiana. I wanted that yeah. entire episode. Yeah. Uh, although I think across the six episodes, there's probably a full episode in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Show sure. me the Louisiana cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Release it. Uh yeah, I would agree with uh, with all that. I enjoyed the episode uh, oh. as a as a, an end to. I'm sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I no, always no. go last, and I, I inserted myself. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, no, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was good. I, I agreed. I agreed in general. It, it felt very rushed as an episode to me. Um, I think like uh, it was just like conclude this quick so we can have like an epilogue, and it was like mostly epilogue. Um, but, um, and yeah, I think I got a little whiplash from I, what this show wanted us to think of its villains. I, I'll echo what said before, like, um, and we'll get into it, but, um, you know, in general, this was a very timely series that touched on a lot of stuff that I thought was very important and showed, uh, showed some more tertiary characters that seemed to be being brought to the forefront of the MCU. And, uh, I, I liked the way it handled those characters and I can't wait to see, uh, more of them. I, I really like this series a lot, a lot more than I thought I would going into it. Yeah, same. I think it was the the middle episodes that were just so wishy washy and heavily mm -hmm. he more heavily impacted by by changes, uh, from what I can tell, uh, that pushed a lot of those uh, uncertain feelings about what this show was ultimately going to be and how it was going to end. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it was cool to see a lot of those moments. It was it was great to see and, and hear uh, Isaiah's story throughout. And I'm glad we got to see him again in this uh, in this season finale. Uh, and yeah, we, we'll talk a little bit more about it uh, starting now. Uh, so uh, it's going to be pretty open. I'm just going to throw out some some things that happen, and I want to hear your thoughts on them. Uh, so we see Sam is in fact Captain America, and we also see assuming what is what was in the box. Uh, and tiny box, but fit a whole lot of shit in there. It seems <laughs> um, with uh, with the wings, with the uh, presumably a vibranium suit of some kind. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it what do you think? a helicopter, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, along with that shield on top. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. Sure. Uh, so what what do you think of the the look? What do you think of uh, Sam as Captain America? How? And you can talk a little bit more about how he presents himself and how people perceive him. Uh, in the episode entirely as well. I'm extremely into his suit. I thought they did a really good job of adapting his comic look. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times they have to change <laughs> change comic book uh, drawing outfits into something that a reasonable human being was would wear. And I just really, really liked how they adapted his. Keen might be able to follow me on this, but I think of when I see like a lot of superhero, 
superhero uh, on screen, their costumes, I, I kind of associate like, well, what would the sneaker colorway be like? And um, I would rock this sneaker for sure. <laughs> like it was, uh, it was so sharp and um, it was a great moment. But this was one of those moments where we were watching this in the theaters. You knew it was gonna come. Like it, there was no question of where were we gonna see Captain America, uh, you know, Sam's Captain America here. Um, but when it showed up, it still felt like it, like like the biggest Marvel event, probably bigger than I'm trying to think back to WandaVision. I don't know that there was a bigger like Marvel moment, uh, which is basically just like gratuitous popcorny, just like cheer at the screen moments um, in 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 since since the pandemic MCU. This was probably the biggest Marvel moment of the pandemic MCU for me. I will speak for myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, what about Marcel? You were saying something. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved the uh, that costume, and um, really just to kind of build on uh, what Rob and, and Tab were saying, um, I felt like they adapted it perfectly for the screen. And also, what I was looking forward to most, because I, I, I had an idea, like I, I kind of assumed that um, the costume was going to look similar to the comics. Um, but what I was really looking forward to was seeing uh, Sam's application of uh, the wings and the shield and like using that at, like in different attacks and, and all that stuff. And I think that the way that they executed it was was perfect, like him mm -hmm. throwing the shield out the window and jumping, um, <laughs> gliding to, to it and um, just all of the really unique and creative ways that uh, that he was able to like use that combination it was very much um, something that I would love to to play in a video game. So that's always a good thing on my end. Speaking I of his wing, oh sorry. Speaking speaking of his wings, they doubled his wingspan, right? <laughs> like he has way bigger wings now. I think right? so the, because like I'm I'm a little upset though because uh, I seen that the pre order for the action figure went up, and um, uh, the problem if the problem with it is if they give you Captain America, they give you Sam, but in order to get his wings, you got to buy the whole the whole series because the wings uh, are freaking huge <laughs> and uh so yeah they definitely definitely doubled the fucking wingspan especially in that one scene when he was like landing looking like an angel coming down yeah <laughs> michael uh yeah no big fan big fan of the suit big fan of what it represents big fan of uh, what I can do, big fan of how it looks on Anthony Mackie, because yeah, he's a very <laughs> handsome man. Uh, and uh, it looks great on him. No, I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And Rob, you, you're you're absolutely right. I, I haven't, you know, I was thinking about through, I, I guess it's, it's just been WandaVision and Spider-Man, the second Spider-Man. And I feel like this, yeah, this is, this is definitely the biggest like hero, like shamelessly, like fan pleasing, you know, just like that was awesome, you know, moment in the MCU in a while. And it just yeah. fully delivered. It was great. The, the closest thing for me, at least, was might have been, um, and I don't know what name they're going to use for, but Photon. Is it Photon? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was big mm -hmm. too. That's true. I mean, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, that, and especially when she, when she did the, the class. Oh, and I, you knew it was a, you know, it was real when he crashed through the window and he landed in the Marvel hero pose. Yeah, of course. Like with the one knee, one hand, and looking mm -hmm. up, like, oh yeah, okay, solidified. We had a couple of those this episode. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm glad you picked Bucky up on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, I have, I, I am prone to recency bias, so <laughs> I, I like the last thing I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
one quick thing I'll say for anybody that is uh, watching, there was an issue with the, the live stream not showing the, the chat because apparently I had selected it safe for kids. And if you do that, they don't allow a lot of live chat option. Oh, oh. Uh, we are not safe for children. Uh, so, that is, uh, so that has been fixed. So if you're, if you're watching and you want to- uh, But get rid of the kids though. Disagree. So, yeah. <laughs> Not safe for them no more. Uh, yeah, and also don't comment uh, with things that are safe for kids, for that matter. Um, so you may just have to reload there. Um, okay. Uh, one of the other things I liked is when uh, he was walking, he, he shows up and he busts through. Uh, one guy is like, who are you? I'm Captain America. Oh, I thought Captain America was on the moon. <laughs> fun little, fun little callback. Uh, so he has his first real battle and a test of these things with uh, versus uh, Batroc, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Batroc is not a super soldier, correct? No, he no, just knows how to flip and kick. He's just really yeah, good at fighting. Yeah, he's a he's a mercenary. <laughs> yeah. So Sam seemed to have his hands full a little bit. Well, yeah. Sam isn't a super soldier either. All right. Yeah. He's got a vibrating suit on. He's got those wings. What'd that mean? I got a pair of Jordans on. I mean, I'm a dunk. <laughs> He's still <laughs> learning how to use the new suit, though. You got well, a learning curve. Uh, Sam, uh, give uh, Steve Rogers a little bit of a... a yeah. 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 Okay. yeah they, that was a they good fight. Gonna him, yeah. They weren't going to give him a squash match right out of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll back off. Yeah, was Batroc... <laughs> uh, when Batroc fought Steve, wasn't that the one where he was like, fists only... He put the shield away. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That control room. Yeah. Mike, what's your uh, deal with French people? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's been clear for some time. Like, yeah. I don't like the freedom fries to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So the plan with the uh, basically the flag smasher stuff and how they're all mm-hmm. dealing with it. There's a lot. It takes up a, a, a portion, not even a, a huge portion of the episode, but a portion of the episode. Uh, I like the plan with the uh, the woman on the plane uh, taking taking over with uh, with him kind of communicating. So we're seeing a lot of the different tech enhancements, I assume. And Red Wing's got some upgrades. His suit got some upgrades uh, that he's kind of uh, using to his advantage. Uh, yeah. It's pretty cool when Red Wing kind of was like, hey, identify anybody with flight training, which was a small detail, but such a great idea <laughs> for yeah. someone to have rather than just assuming <laughs> or like, oh, they're all dead. <laughs> Like that's that's probably fly. that's part of the like one of the biggest things that uh, I've seen the improvement or the change I guess since he like since he accepted the responsibility is like um when they were on the plane I think in episode two I think when um Bucky kept asking him so what's the plan and he didn't say anything he just jumped out the plane when this time he had he knew exactly what he wanted to do like step by step mm-hmm. all right let's do this let's figure this out make sure that's good. So that was really cool to see him like in like full control of like what's going on. Yep. And, and, like, and, uh, and delegating. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. exactly. I was just going to say what, you know, Captain America is a leader and what is any good, what is any good leader good at delegation? Uh, we got uh, the applause break on the, uh, on the bridge uh, when he does <laughs> deflect that helicopter. That was the wings wild. And cap. Yeah. yeah. This, this is one of those examples of like Marvel doesn't care about physics. So even if it did, <laughs> even if he could just like deflect it completely, he would have just been like shot through the bottom of that bridge. Yeah, it, it went it went off him like a, a stone <laughs> across the lake. Yeah, uh, just had yeah. a lot of confidence in uh, in that vibranium technology. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I would. 
I wish yeah. somebody can do in, in live in, in action. Designers are like it's a Volvo. <laughs> like they make good they make good shields. The Volvo people in Wakanda, they're watching this happen and just going like, we didn't know we could, that could do that either. Actually, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, won multiple awards by JD Power and Associates. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't built to do that, but okay, sure. Uh, we had Bucky saving uh, saving some people, some trapped folks. Uh, what about the? about John Walker's arrival with his tin shield. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. <laughs> Real <Yeah>. cute. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad they fooled. I'm glad they like, they clowned him on that quick. Like, yeah, they pounded him right into the out of the gate. One shot and that thing was done. Yeah. He was getting and, stomped out and I was like, oh, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, he really he thought just, that he was like coming to like save the day or just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, impose and himself. And I'm real glad that as I was afraid when it was like the oh here comes the cavalry moment and it was John Walker I was like no he does not get a face turn this quick like it's like he's he's still he's still a fascist I mean kind of. if you if you think about it he really didn't go there to save anybody yeah. initially right. he went there to get make sure they have their comeuppance to uh yeah. to get his revenge to on the right person this time um but I did like the fact that I think at one point during the situation, he made that decision to help. Because, yeah. like, um, I think uh, I hate when they, it's so it's so um, it's so easy, but they do it every single time. The villain does the okay, you're gonna chase me or save these people. What's it gonna be, hero? And they run mm -hmm. off like little punks. So he kind of he kind of looked, assessed it, had a little tick, and was like, all right, let me <laughs> save these people. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that I wish had gotten explored more and that hopefully will since John Walker's not going away is I he obviously has PTSD, not just from this, but from being in wars and like all the mm -hmm. stuff he had to do and that the little like ticks and stuff I think are are flashes of that, but we never really got into, oh, he's it's messing him up. Yeah. I will tell you probably that by the uh, by the end of this episode, I didn't hate him. I didn't. I had. I, I hate. I, I didn't hate him. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think they gave him enough redemption. Like I'm more indifferent. Episode. Yeah, yeah that's where I am. Yeah, yeah I, I still that's probably where I'm at. I still love him as a character. Like, oh, I, for I, sure. I love the actor. I love the yeah. actor and the role he's sure. playing. Character's but like, great. yeah. Like I, and I, I like I I enjoy when that gray area character is done well. Yeah, yeah, because it would be so easy, especially now that he's kind of shown his true colors, to kind of turn him into the guy who like is so far gone. He's just like I'm gonna kick puppies and stuff like that, basically. But he's he's occupying that gray area, which I really enjoy. Like he's making some decisions I you know can agree with, and he's making some other decisions that I'm just like no 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 no. Yeah. So and that complexity is welcome. Yeah, this was a pretty quick redemption arc, though, for someone who murdered a foreign national it's on, with the shield, with the <laughs> with the symbol of American exceptionalism. Uh, so, you know, so timely. Um, mm. But yeah, it was a little that was where I was like, wow, you, I got whiplash from how quick you wanted me to like be like, oh, OK, he's he's then, he then never, his... never look up the big show because he does a face <laughs> turn every time he's on. He does a face he'll turn every time he's on screen. It'll I only know him neck. from his Netflix sitcom, so I'm not even sure what you're talking about. <laughs> then don't look into it. Oh, man. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I I don't hate him. I I'd say that I'm probably where Keen had mentioned. Also, the needle has moved to indifferent for for John Walker. Um, I'm still interested to see what they do with him and the Thunderbolts slash sure. Dark Avengers because we had Contessa pop back up, Julia Louis Dreyfus, which was good to see. Uh, who seemingly has some sort of connection with Zemo too, which also kind of starts bringing those. Uh, pieces together a little bit. Or uh, does she? Well, she does. <laughs> but does she? <laughs> Do I? Mm. What is taking him? I so feel long? bad for John <laughs> I feel bad for John Walker's wife because I feel like she's just kind of like along for this stuff and she has to think like who is this woman? Like yeah. what <laughs> hey hun why are you what's going on here? We don't know any she handed us a card that's blank and are you getting a paycheck? Like what's happening? <laughs> explain your benefit package what you're just they gave you a suit that's similar but darker to your old one and we're just we're just assuming that this is where our life is moving a similar suit but one that is flattering yes <laughs> i i noticed that and um i know tab you had mentioned very early how like his suit didn't fit like the captain america suit especially like the helmet didn't fit perfectly on his nose but this one seemed to be really snug and then perfect like he went to men's warehouse to get it too <laughs> yeah. yeah they guaranteed it <laughs> he, said, um, he said i'm back baby and i was like this was like 48 hours ago like, right? okay <laughs> <If that. laughs> All right, you gotta back. remember you gotta remember That's one lane dance <laughs> one he um he's like like tab says suffering from ptsd and honestly too even even after being like a star football player he's probably a dork on the inside too so yeah. that's that's heightened up now Some awesome he's back like shut up like you're <laughs> lucky you're not in jail right now so yeah for real but is, you're um... lucky you're not in the hague <laughs> <laughs> right yeah <laughs> Uh, and this is also kind of all he knows. Uh, so we talked on this podcast, uh, especially with this series, about addiction and how that kind of has come up throughout this. Uh, so his addiction can very well be his service. Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, it doesn't matter how long it's been. <laughs> mm -hmm. he's, yeah, he's, he's kind of using was, again. <laughs> yeah. If this was like in this, he'd be like working for Blackwater now or something yeah. like that. He'd yeah. be like, Oh, I got a dishonorable discharge. I'm, I'm going to go work for a mercenary company. <laughs> yeah, and get paid a, a lot more to do it. Uh, no real checks and balances. Wonderful. Um, okay, so anything else on John Walker? Yeah, you mentioned the Thunderbolts and the Dark Avengers, but I'm actually kind of hoping that they put him in his um, West Coast Avengers storyline where he joins the West Coast Avengers, but it's to spy on them for the government. <laughs> and I'm hoping they make him uh, Alpha Flight and they just send him to Canada. <laughs> nah, man, that's, that's, too, that's too mutant uh, I want, connected. I want, I want Puck in the MCU so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Isn't there a Sasquatch too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a Bigfoot. <laughs> no, and a Wendigo, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's who it is. Okay, okay. I remember that okay. one. All right. Uh, um, so I, I, I forgot, Mike. No, I want to say too. I re actually I really enjoyed the confrontation between uh, Walker and Carly, if only because like Carly really underplays it to a degree. I actually found like really kind of low key entertaining because Walker's clearly all kind of you know super soldier roided up and he's like ready for revenge and all that kind of stuff. And Carly is basically just like 
she's she's the living embodiment of like when we just went like oh he's adorable just like like but but it's not even like it's not even like smug it's more just like it's it's more just like you killed my partner and it's basically just like oh is that what i did i like i did she 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 does it very very coolly she's like guy i got so many things i'm doing right now i don't have time for this um and i really enjoyed that yeah okay uh so sharon carter is the power broker <laughs> that's what they want you to believe mm. like mm. or is she I uh, and also follow-up question <laughs> do we care <laughs> the way it was revealed, power broker <laughs> the way it was revealed i kind of stopped caring but i gotta <laughs> yeah i i think because like it was so kind of similar to what someone said someone said earlier they tried to wrap everything up and that was the that was very similar to um it was such a throwaway line. It was just like, oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, I'm I'm my person. Yeah, okay. Like <laughs> there was no it was such a big thing how like oh the power broker is after you now when she's the one that did it. So the power broker, so she's after herself. Like it it's ridiculous. Um, also, there was quite a few moments where like I don't know if this was you know, it's all kind of speculative on like what was and what wasn't adjusted and reshot because of the, the pandemic. But there were several moments, and, and there's there's YouTube videos that will explain it better than I will, um, but there were several moments in this series that kind of, like, disqualified her from being the power broker, unless you just want to say, like, they were lying. And it's like, that's not a, that's not, like, a good storytelling device. It's just like, nope, that was a lie. Um, so I think she... Yeah. Yeah, she's the power broker and basically answered the phone like, hello, power broker speaking. And and I still don't care. I care about Sharon Carter. I'm super excited about like, um, like a, you know, a mole within the government, like basically being like an evil Tony Stark arms dealer, which is great. Tony Stark are arguably evil when he was an arms dealer, too. Um, Not arguably. Arms dealers are evil. Uh, But um, (laughs) but. I'm super interested in her character. I just don't, I never cared about who the power broker was. It seemed like it was going to be her from the jump. And I maybe would have been entertained if there was like a, a flip and like, uh, you know, that, that they showed us something that we weren't expecting, but it was just like, they just gave us the thing that we were, that we were told was probably the thing the whole time. And I'm not going to be surprised then you, you showed your hand like in episode in the Madripoor episode. Yeah, and I think some like I don't know if they were trying to kind of go with the Agatha type of reveal, um, where we like we kind of know that there's something going on, and we know that um, that this character's behind a lot, um, but we're gonna have this big reveal. It just didn't hit the same for me um, because the setup the lack wasn't. Of a theme song. Yeah, no yeah, theme song. <laughs> and like it just yeah, it, it didn't hit the same for me. Um, just because yeah, like there's with Zemo saying that he knew the power broker before everything and like referring to the power broker as a he and like Sharon referring to the power broker as a man as well. And just like a a lot of different things. Um, And I'm kind of hoping that there's like more than one power broker and that like, um, and I know in in the comics that there is a kind of um, the power broker is like, or Power Broker Incorporated or something like that is like um, a network of, of Inc. yeah, <laughs> it's like a network of, of, of people as opposed to just one. Um, and I'm kind of hoping that, you know, the person that she was talking to on the phone the entire time and at the, uh, you know, at the very end yeah. was just like, 
another very important person that will, you know, kind of have a reveal that she's working with. She's just I, the Northeast sales rep now. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's the she's the assistant to the assistant manager. Um <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping that she was on the phone uh and I might mess the name up, but I think it's like Wen Lu, um uh Shang Chi's father or someone it within the Ten Rings. Just to kind of mm-hmm. like bring that across like to connect because like even though it, it definitely is already <laughs> um canon everything that happened in this series but just something because i want it because uh the ending of um wandavision it kind of led into what could be a scene from um uh, thank you dr strange mm-hmm. um so i'm hoping that this kind of leads a little bit into um shang li just or not shang li i'm sorry i'm messing all up shang chi um because uh, they were already in Mad- madripoor and mm-hmm. i think he ends up in Madripoor in the movie. So yeah. I'm hoping that, that that link is there. Uh, any other thoughts on that? Uh, I have two things about uh, Sharon as a power broker. One, um, uh, I, I, I agree, Rob, and especially with your, what you're saying about how it feels it doesn't feel arbitrary, but it doesn't feel not arbitrary. Um, it, it, it feels like the kind of thing where it didn't feel like things kind of locking into place. It more just felt like yeah, I don't know. Sure, Sharon, why not? Like, if if you had told me that, um, that they shot several versions of that scene where every single secondary character basically, you know, gets a turn to say, "I'm actually the power broker." Um, <laughs> yeah. and, I and, am power. <laughs> it's like RuPaul's Drag Race where they tape all of their reactions, <laughs> and so they don't know. Broker. It's like The Simpsons when they found out it was Maggie. Like they should, they did every possible who could have been. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you told me they did that, and up until the day they broadcasted, they were basically like, I don't know which one to pick. It were, really, any of them could work. Um, I would totally believe you. Um, and the second thing is, like, I really enjoy. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm of the mind of like, I don't really care who the power broker is, but I like seeing Sharon back, and I like seeing evil Sharon. Honestly, um, you know, uh, you know, because uh, you know, in, in the movies that we saw and all that kind of stuff, I think. I think Emily Van Camp has a lot of strength, basically playing kind of cold and evil. I think that I think she, that that's a good move for her. But I really, really enjoyed when she walks out of that like that subcommittee hearing or whatever, and just like on the streets of Washington or whatever, just pulls out her phone, just like, "Hey, I'm the power <laughs> broker. We're going to do spy shit." So, hey, mm-hmm. bye. I was just like, "Wow, that's that's brave." Was that was that the same room as as? Yeah. Yes. So, does the <laughs> is there one room that they have access to in the whole of the Capitol? Because this is a TV that's their room. And the, that's he's their like, room. Uh, hey, I'm really sorry. Can we have the Sharon Carter press conference <laughs> later? Because we have a shady pseudo governmental figure showing someone a new costume in 15 yeah. minutes, and we need you and guys then an out. AA meeting space. at five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there also was like one primary politician who did everything. Yeah. Like that one senator, yeah. he was just in every like. <laughs> They've got a chore with all the pardons, the and he just picked like. <laughs> oh, I have nothing but meetings today. Oh, oh my god! Hey, it's it's Disney money, but it's Disney TV. Look, <laughs> it's also probably reshoot where they're like, okay, we yeah. have a yeah. we have a courtroomy type room, and we have a a quarry. <laughs> well now that you're bringing it up now thinking about how the room is constructed that room definitely is not in dc that room is somewhere in georgia just because oh, the yeah. way the windows are mm-hmm. and i'm thinking about it, i'm like the way she's when she was coming down the steps i'm like wait there's no way the sun would be hidden in that room the way that it is yeah, that's definitely like a country kind of vibe to, yeah 
And then in, yeah. in, in, a, in a deleted scene, a guy walks in, he goes, it's powerful hot today. <laughs> you mean to tell me that you make instant grits? Mm. Unbelievable. unsouthern like indeed. Mm. Oh, my cousin Vinny pulls. I'm here. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk briefly about it, but how about Sam dealing with Carly? Like a hero. Yeah, yeah. It was very uh, Buffy season six. Oh, with, uh, oh nice. Yes, and I Xander. Mm-hmm. I won't fight you. You know, just keeps keeps coming at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought it was a very um, uh, Bucky versus yeah. Steve. Y- yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if, we're, <laughs> if we want to pick something relevant to the show. <laughs> Which was inspired by Buffy season six. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, how how did you feel about how he how he dealt with her? Yeah, it was very very like on brand for his new you know persona, and and he's he's proving in every facet that he's uh, worthy to be Captain America, um, and you know he's really he's continuing to use the same skills that uh, that he's been using with Carly, mm-hmm. and you know just to like talk and to try to like find a reasonable ground because he doesn't want her to die he doesn't want anybody to die um so he's just like like i'm not gonna fight back i'm trying to like teach you a lesson or i'm trying to like be an example and lead by example um but unfortunately uh, she died anyway so quick question though uh, i'm not sure if any of you felt this but like speaking of carly um yeah, she she was a freedom fighter. She she worked. Now we know that she was the muscle for one of, if not any, of the power brokers. But um, should she have been given John uh, Walker that much work, like in the streets, because she was kicking his ass. Yeah, she was like, agile easily. Was agile. Or maybe they try to say like the rage was blocking his his powers or something from being able. I don't know. But yeah, she was. Like giving she got him that a work. better dose of the serum, <laughs> possibly. Yeah. He had also he's so out of it, like all those those cuts to him twitching and stuff. Like, does he sleep? Has he slept since he made his little shield? <laughs> he was too busy painting the shield. You yeah. saw him spray painting. Come on now. Yeah. Banging out all those soup cans. <laughs> <laughs> and he put that uh he put that Hun, where's metal. our fender? <laughs> <laughs> he put that metal on the inside like a St. Christopher's uh medallion. Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. <laughs> This honestly, I mean, <laughs> I'll go with it, but this just makes me wonder. So, like, so is Contessa doing like psych screenings? Like, you know, just kind of, I don't know. No. This seems, I don't know. It just seems like a slight, maybe. Not, no. she, she hires like the cheesesteak place I worked at in high school hires. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're here? Okay. <laughs> She said she said things are gonna get weird, which yeah. I always take mm-hmm. to mean uh Danny DeVito and always sunny. Things oh. are gonna <laughs> get weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean that's a good, good question. So what what weird are we talking about here? We're talking about multiverse weird, we're talking about uh secret I've, invasion. I think scrolls, because uh even though it's only been touched on in what two different ones, only in um what was it in Captain Marvel and at the very end of WandaVision. But yeah, Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. True. Spider-Man. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, so scrolls are already here because they had like blockbuster cards, so they're here. So I just want to see who ends up being uh scroll the whole time. It's I gotta be one of, the, for those. one of the big three. Yeah. 
I cannot wait for those full episodes where we just go, okay, so who's a skull? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very the secret, the secret invasion's but... announced, right? What's that? Yeah. 2023? Yeah. Is it that uh, long? Is it that? I don't know what year it is anymore. Um, <laughs> well, they've announced so many things. It's tough to, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I keep seeing these posts, the sponsored posts that come up because I say the word Marvel. Uh, yeah. And it, it's a bunch of them. And it's like 14 shows coming to uh, Disney, 14 Marvel shows it's coming tough. to Disney Plus after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like 14 shows. They Jesus got a shitload coming. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm uh, very excited for it, though. Pod yeah. security. Uh, keep our jobs. <laughs> I think I'm most excited about what if. Because that was yeah. like yeah. my jam when I was growing up. So I was like, what do yeah. you mean? Oh, Rocket Raccoon gets adamantium claws? Okay, I'm in. They fight the living dead? I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So what about Sam talking to the his speech to the GRC as the cameras capture it live? How'd you feel about that? I thought it was too long. And, <laughs> and I wanted him to get off his soapbox. A little heavy-handed? <laughs> it was so heavy-handed. Um, I thought one of the things that kind of annoyed me in the episode, um, and, and obviously there are people on the internet who are idiots and who are just like, why does everything have to be so political? But I felt like this episode was just like really heavy-handed with like the same message. You understand yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and I, I just didn't think that it was necessary for it to go that long, like I said. Um, and even even jumping back to uh, when when John Walker showed up and he had his like initial standoff with Carly and he's like you don't didn't think that Lamar's life mattered and I was like eh. oh for me, yeah. yeah for me it just felt like way too on the nose um, and like Sam Sam's speech was great. But like, I feel like maybe they could have like broken it down a little bit. Maybe his his speech writer could have like edited, <laughs> made it a little bit shorter. Um, but it, yeah, it was a great moment and it, it touched on everything that needed to be, um, I guess, touched on. Um, and it's obviously relevant to everything that we're going through today. And I, it seemed very intentional in that regard. Uh, I thought and, he was, oh, go ahead. Uh, and Cap, Cap has to give speeches. That's his big thing. So everyone mm -hmm. watching, seeing this on TV and the internet goes, oh, this man gives speeches. So yes, he is Captain America. <laughs> Plus, he had to do that after that old black dude called him uh, Black Falcon. And even <laughs> though his son corrected him, no, that's Captain America. He started to be like, look here, old man. Mm -hmm. Here's how I'm Captain America. And he went into the whole thing. You know, I black folk in the MCU are still going to call him Black Falcon. Right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's just how, how it happens. This is starting uh, to sound like, like you can call him Cassius Clay. I'm going to call him Muhammad Ali. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, was, I wanted him to like whisper to Red, to Red Wing, be like, okay, in, in 30 seconds, just start playing the Battle Hymn of the Republic like underneath <laughs> me while I do this. <laughs> or Let just, me know and ever since humming it. it. Yeah, it felt, it felt, um, it felt very like, like who who wrote this like well, this was very like and we and don't you know it'd be nice if we all just and i was just like wowzers this 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 is very heavy-handed and um but like he like and we had already bought in it was like he was captain america the second he crashed through that window and i was like i'm in 10 years of this give me all of this give me every bit of this this is captain america and i love that in the credits it said Captain America and the Winter Soldier, because yes. I was like, yep, that's that's what this was. This whole time, this whole show was and about 
Um, Am I the only one that really, really liked the speech? Because no, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't not it. like yeah. it. I just thought yeah. it was a little like. I mean, it's it was wordy, but at the same time, it needed to be said. Like um, a lot of the points he was hitting, he the, the way the way they wrote it to make sure that, um, in my in my opinion, uh, I think they he they wrote it to have him speak directly about what's going on in that universe. But then with a slot with like a little wink to really say like, hey, everybody watching this, this is for you too. Like, come on, let's get this shit together. We can make shit work. So that's why I liked it. The the overall definitely heavy handed, but just like um, I'm going to mess it up. But like whenever my mom would say, uh, I got to beat you now. So, yeah, heavy handed. <laughs> sometimes it has to be done. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. And for other people, it is. It is not heavy enough. Uh, so, you know, I appreciate sure, yeah. it in some ways, the heavy handedness and then not take cutting any corners or taking any chances on what the messages were that they wanted to to get across from him in world and uh, outside of it. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. I can see I can see the the length being an issue. Maybe chop it up just a bit. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't dislike the speech and, you know, like it, it, it is very, very on the nose, but like it was way as I was watching. I was like, I don't it's on the nose, but I don't mind that it's on the nose like that kind of thing, too. Like the only thing that I thought kind of gave me pause a little bit um, was like Mike, Mike, like you said before, um, like, like you just said about, uh, you know, how like some people kind of need that kind of unsubtlety, too. And like the one thing about the speech that felt for me, it felt it's making some incredible points. And it's also also sometimes feels like. A writer kind of going like see this is what the entire show was about in a way in a very very like kind of in your face kind of way um in, in the sense of just like we're gonna have a reference to the bank so like the people who watch the entire show can be like oh that's why the bank scene was in episode one and it's one of the kind of thing of just like i get it like no I, i'm i'm totally with you um mm-hmm. so that, that that was one of the that, that that was one of the things for me um that i felt but you know i it's it's really i mean yeah i i i liked it i did i yeah you think that loan officer was watching this on like oh, globally yeah. live television? Going, Shit, <laughs> I really, I should have granted him that loan. This yeah. is, uh, this is a good opportunity to ask you, Rob, uh, where would Stan Lee have been? Oh, okay. You, you think Stan- on it. You can, you can think on it. Okay, um, I'll get back to you. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, Sam's visit with Isaiah, a little bit more about that. Um, what thoughts have you got? I cried. Right? Oh, good. I thought I was going to be the only one to say that. <laughs> no, absolutely beautiful. That's wonderful. Yeah, I, I think we, I, I think most of us um, agreed that we were like, I'd be okay if we didn't see Isaiah again um, after last week's episode. Um, but I think that the way that they they used him in this episode was perfect, um, and it it gave it did give him a good uh, a good story arc, you know, and he he found healing, um, and Sam also like. Sam stepping up and Sam taking what he what he needed from his his conversation with him uh, prior in episode five and still making a decision um, that he felt right about. He's still doing what he felt was the right thing. Um, I think it was it was exactly what was needed. Uh, I I just I loved every bit of it. And like just seeing him seeing his expression, because I think through the every time we saw Isaiah he had a mean mug he had that that <laughs> he, he ain't smile or or anything um yeah. but in this episode to kind of like see his face uh transform into just like oh shit like he's really Captain America and then like um you know jumping to 
to the museum. Like that was just such an awesome, awesome cap to his story. It looked like relief. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that was something you didn't see in Isaiah at all. Yeah, I mean, he, the dude felt literally uh, erased from from history, and now he's being uh, re basically introduced, not even reintroduced uh, to a lot of these people. Um, and I like how they are using the, I think it's at the Smithsonian, right? In mm -hmm. that world. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, they're, they're, where it's previously on Marvel kinds of kinds of stuff. Uh, they're updating that timeline of events as we go through as well. Just a neat little thing there. I think, and it, for me, I, I enjoyed that it showed an, an often under, uh, an underused Captain America power, which is museum curation. He <laughs> just make a phone call and be like, hey, I need a wing at it. Uh, and they're like, "Yes, sir, Mister America, sir." Uh, <laughs> that was really cool. I was, uh, I was looking like, when did he make that phone call to have that like installed? It, like it, the timelines are so funny to me. But they're like, "We got forty-eight hours." What I say in? He's got, a, he's got a phone uh, and yeah. the suit. He can make the call while he's fighting. He's Red Wing, go, go build a museum wing. Yeah, I'm telling you, he called in John Taffer from uh, Bar Rescue. All right, <laughs> 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 we got 48 hours. We got to get this done. Let's do it. Uh, let's go into. Oh, unless you're ready, Rob, with your. Oh yes. Uh, uh, well, it's gonna be. It's probably gonna be in the next section you're about to talk about. Uh, and that is the party with the Wilson family and friends. Yes. So so so, if Stanley was in this, he'd be he'd be like at like the crawfish table. <laughs> and he'd be going, you gotta, you gotta twist it and suck the head. <laughs> Teaching a child how to properly eat a crawfish. Was that, was that, was that um, Stan Lee or was that Gilbert Godfrey? You gotta twist the head when you're eating a crawfish. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a nice little end to the, to the episode, just kind of uh, checking in on, <clears throat> on them. I would have, liked if they did that sort of credits over that action mm. that uh ivan reitman would do in different movies <laughs> yes yeah. uh, as the as the end credits uh, where they play like chicago's that. glory of love or something <laughs> like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. um yeah just fun fun checking in on them uh and yeah it was nice to see that story for sam also kind of come come together and uh everything's fine with the family and his relationship is is good there with the family you know the boat represented a lot of that stuff stuff too so that's all getting worked out um yeah other other thoughts uh yeah. one quick oh go ahead oh no yeah i was just gonna say i like the fact that i mean you know after that scene which is the end of the scene i like the fact that when we do cut to credits actually we don't get the we we we, we get a needle drop we get a song actually which i'm had written down and i can't find it actually but um <laughs> which was like a nice change of pace because the previous five episodes had been a lot of like drum 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 very very serious music and like this was a nice nice change of pace yeah i i just wanted to say um i meant to bring this up in the when we're talking about the previous uh scene when they're in the wing um i like the fact that um i keep forgetting the kid's name but isaiah's uh grandson elijah uh, elijah, elijah. Yeah. Yeah. um elijah was very excited he was like oh where are we going like he was real hype about it and the fact that he was there with them and saw everything, maybe this is what like, like lights his flame, like sparks him mm -hmm. and what helps him become Patriot uh, later on down the line. As soon as Isaiah w warmed up to Sam, 
uh, Elijah just totally dropped his like oh, for sure. tough guy protective thing and like really loosened up. But I think I think that's a good peek into how he is uh, really as a and yeah. how he'll be as yeah. a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Scene. Think of three. Cool <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on anything up to this point? Anything you feel that we kind of skipped over? Uh, really, uh, that you enjoyed. I was gonna say, um, just Bucky um, and yeah. his, him. Um, what? What's the old? Oh, with Nakajima. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that. Yeah. I, and I, I think that most of us kind of oh, were hoping and predicting that um, that wouldn't necessarily be like a perfect ending storyline. Um, he had that difficult conversation, and he did something um, that he had to do. Uh, and, and I like the way that they handled it. He just. He did it. He he. It, you know they didn't show them hugging or anything like that at the end of it. Yeah. Um, and he he left and he didn't like try to like redeem himself. He didn't, you know, do anything extra. Um, he just like did what he had to do and he he kept it moving. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, he he broke up with his therapist, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> it's it's kind We've of all been there. Yeah, it's kind of screwed up. Uh, just being on the other end of it sometimes uh, it's you know whenever some uh, a client breaks up with me uh without telling me <laughs> it's always a, a part of me a part of my ego takes it personal but then i'm like you know what you're fine you, you're <laughs> you're gonna you you have Marceline. everything that you need <laughs> Marceline, it's like you're giving me the it's not you it's me routine <laughs> I, I, it. <laughs> I have a question about it's the anybody bucky. it's me <laughs> uh, the bucky thing so d- does the world know that he does the world know the world knows he's an Avenger. Yeah, they, they were reacting to him appropriately for the first time. Okay, he was on the ground. They called him Sergeant Barnes. Got yeah, out of the way. But they don't know that he's the Winter Soldier. I think they but, do. Like, do he was they, like, they know that like he he was identified what, he, 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 in what in okay. Civil War. War, yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes a little more sense because because when he when he told him and it was he was like yeah I killed him and he just he kind of took it in. A, in stride for like if someone told me like yes i was i was there just so happened like happenstance took place where we are now here and i was the one that killed your son and and i'm very sorry and and he kind of was like i would have been like wait hold on back everything up yeah start from the beginning what are the circumstances but he was like oh my god um yeah okay that makes sense that makes sense yeah i mean someone's dropping that news it's uh gonna be a little uh i'd be a little taken aback yeah. Just a bit, just a bit. Completely taking a bit. <laughs> he'd been he'd been hiding his arm too. He was hiding his arm. He's got mm-hmm. the nice haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's probably like, "Oh shit, this guy's the Winter Soldier." Let me not <laughs> yeah. react in yeah. a way yeah. that like is too brash. <laughs> it's like, please just get out my apartment uh, and let me. Uh, I cry. need to go talk to my friend at the sushi bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like the way that they handled it. It was a bit of a drive-by in terms of uh, men's making, though. Mm-hmm. Um, thought it was all right. Um, he does check in on him a little after, sometime after. Uh, he's at the uh, sushi bar, and he makes eyes with um, the person he ghosted. So, She's yeah. wearing a shirt with a white wolf on it. I did what? not notice oh. that. Interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, but uh, the Avengers just give him those to give out to fans. Oh, sure. They, you can <laughs> get them in. You got a little swag bags. You can hang out like it's the Oscars. Yeah. Made in Wakanda. Shoot him out of t-shirt guns. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing with Bucky's resolution is him breaking his promise to Sam because in that last montage, he flirted with Sarah. Yeah. Oh. Her kids are hanging Good off thing. his arm and he's like Good joking around hard. with her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we did not get an answer to, and I don't know who was expecting one, to what happened to Steve Rogers. Uh, He's on the moon. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> answer. Okay. We have- I'm glad we didn't, personally. <laughs> yeah. That was not something I needed to resolve in this. I think um, I think he's going to be back eventually, either through some like multiverse bullshit or... Yeah. Um, I mean, one of... What was it? The most recent Avengers video game had him stuck on the moon for a few years so that's a possibility or like the different the different multiverse version or the one in loki that version is gonna gonna like save the old one he's he'll be okay he'll be okay he'll be back or it would be great if he appears in all the movies as the older captain america and i love replacing the stanley yeah, <laughs> almost replacing yeah. Stanley in that way, and just somebody I else like always in the background Cap. saying things. <laughs> yeah. I just I love old Cap. I'm a big fan of uh, Jessica Drew Spider Woman, who is not in the MCU currently, but she is so uncomfortable around old Captain America, and he's like running the team from the base. And I just really enjoy all his interactions with like the youthful Avengers. Where are you kids going? You want to see a picture show? <laughs> All right, well, have a good time. <laughs> I, uh, one day. thing we didn't mention was that, um, or maybe, I don't think we did, that uh, Baron Zemo's butler just yes. offed the rest of the, <laughs> off the rest mm-hmm. of the, that was, it was like, no need for that storyline anymore. See ya. Yeah. Which, the regular uh, evil Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, which is pretty much for me what kind of cemented that there is that connection between Zemo and, and Contessa. Yeah. Uh, although Zemo probably could arrange something from, from prison, but maybe not. Or yeah. She, she knew, yeah. I, I, I guess like, she, I mean, she was aware that it was him. So I, I, it made me assume that, you know, they were either in cahoots or just, they had a conversation prior. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the one thing that we didn't, I don't believe we mentioned uh, just plot wise is that Sam's speech did have an impact uh, within that world. The GRC mm-hmm. did kind of yeah. step down on their efforts to relocate and do all the different things that they were going to do. Um, so that's nice. So it's nice for them. Real quick, because I don't think this was like explored deeply, but was the plan to be like, okay, everyone who was. Uh, we're going to give everyone who's who blinked who who blinked back all their stuff, and the people who were left who didn't get blinked who didn't get snapped, they're being sent to. That's what it relo- sounded like. Relocation, like that seems it, insane. It's insane, but and it also uh, contradicts what was going on. So maybe it depends on each government. Because in yeah. far, far from home, Peter was in a new apartment, and they were yeah. like donating to people who had come come back and lost their home yes it would seem to me like logically if this were going to happen in the real world like the people who would kind of be the most put upon would be the people who came back not yeah. the people who yeah. like stayed and yeah. but in this mcu they're like no actually the people who never got snapped uh they now have to like leave because we have to give back the stuff to the people that came back it's just it seems a little 
they didn't quite explore it. We were just kind of like told, like, just trust us, it's bad. They're doing bad things so that these, you know, they're being labeled as terrorists, but like actually their cause is righteous, but their means are not. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, what I got from like Sam's speech, though, was just that like, all right, we haven't figured it, this thing out yet. Like, yeah, we can't make such a, a huge decision that's going to alienate like half of the world. Um, so like it was just like, all right, let's let's just have a conversation and let's hear out everybody who's um, being impacted by this thing. And before they were rounded up, I also, one small detail was that they, John Walker and the others used their app to to round them up. The app says we got to meet here. Oh, geez. <laughs> you got us. Uh, and then they exploded. Um, okay, well, let's do some winners and losers. And if anybody is uh, watching and wants to throw in any questions or comments into the YouTube chat, you can. If you haven't reloaded because the chat doesn't show, uh, please reload and it and it will. Uh, let's start with winners. Keen. Uh, the obvious winner is uh, Captain America, um, Sam Wilson. Uh, the fact that he made the biggest, um, not transformation, but evolution throughout the whole thing. Whereas though, like at first, he didn't believe that it was rightfully his and he, he shouldn't do it. And then through a lot of, um, a lot of time, he realized like, no, Steve, like, even regardless of what Steve felt, he knew that he was the right person to be be that that figure. Um, and that's for the episode and for, the, like, the series. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say uh, Isaiah. Um, I'm Because he went from being very cynical and obviously it was, uh, he had a good reason to be, um, and being completely erased and, and you know, having to hide out to um, kind of having his legacy live on forever in the Smithsonian and people who know his story, know how much of a hero he was and um, just like know his the importance of of who he is and what he what he represents. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I didn't expect him to have such a, a happy ending in this in this story, um, but it was awesome to see things conclude for him the way that they did. Yeah, Tab. Oh, Baron Zemo, who is apparently <laughs> still up to stuff somehow from the raft. You're not supposed to be able to communicate with people from there. Yeah, he got rid of all his super soldiers. And apparently when he told Bucky he had decided not to kill him, that was an actual real threat. <laughs> uh, Michael. Uh, I'm going to go with Sharon Carter, actually. She, um, you know, she, she got what she wanted. She's, she's, uh, she's got her pardon and she's back in, uh, DC or at least Georgia approximating DC. Uh, and she gets to <laughs> trade all sorts of, you know, crazy power broker spy shit. And, um, yeah, she seems pretty much on top of the world right now. I'm going to go with Sharon. Rob. I'm going to go with, uh, Sergeant Bucky Barnes, uh, because he got to, uh, he got to he finished his he finished his steps and uh and got to you know and he did the right thing and um uh I, you know you know it's not a, it's not a one to one uh comparison but i do know that getting through a program of recovery uh can lift a lot of weight off your shoulders especially when you've killed dozens <laughs> hundreds of people yeah. and you you uh and you're able to sleep at night again uh so sergeant bucky barnes 
Yeah, all great, uh, great winners. Uh, I'm going to match uh, both Isaiah and uh, Sam as as my winners for the uh, for the episode. Uh, let's hit the uh, the losers, Rob. Okay, the loser is the super soldiers in that van because wow, they thought like and like I think they even gave. That, that one guy was just like one world, one people. Just like you'd be like, oh, they're going to get away. And gonna, it's like, yeah. nope, not with Alfred, not with evil Alfred in the car. <laughs> just wired for sound and ready to go. So, yeah, the uh, the the escaping super soldiers um, are are the losers. For sure. Michael. Mm, um, yes. I mean... A lot of people kind of came out on top here, but I'm probably going to have to say Carly because she was, you know, she yeah. she had not terrible intentions. She definitely believed in what she believed in, but also I think she was kind of in over her head and she kind of, you know, this is, you know, kind of what happened, happened basically. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it reminds me of one small thing that we didn't necessarily discuss. Uh, back, Batrock, not dead, right? Never. Or is he? Because uh, uh, there was that moment where, uh, Carter shot him, Carly shot her, um, which that chain of events in itself, I was like, what are you doing? But whatever. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, Batrack will probably appear again. Yeah. Uh, let's go tab. Uh, my loser is actually Batrock. Uh, he <laughs> survived many fights against the Avenger. He's Avengers. He's fist fought two different Captain Americas and he just gets shot. it's true yeah is is there another character who's been in more of these movies and 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 products that have been put out there that that in 15 years someone's going to mention you're going to go wait who which one was he (laughs) (laughs) uh marshley um i'm gonna say racists and conservatives in the mcu Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah you guys can shove it (laughs) deuces yep keen um i think damn marcy took a really good good one right there um (laughs) they're always losers (laughs) oh for sure for sure um me i'm sorry i'm I'm all over the place uh maybe either walker or the one the one guy that got um his face kind of like ripped off um in the in the truck so he, he didn't get a chance to do anything in the plan. All he did was just like set up the like the locks. Um <laughs> is he the loser? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you know who you know who's the loser? Loser is the grandpa who called uh who called Captain America Black Falcon to have his child disrespect him like that in public. Yeah, he said he yeah. said, okay, boomer. That's Captain America. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely uh, have he's the loser. Yeah, and that actor, uh that's a win for that person. Oh yeah. Oh, for the person, <laughs> the character, no. <laughs> Yeah, for the or the uh the the kid that got or the the older kid that got to mm-hmm. say yeah, no, that's Captain America. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to, I just wanted the grandpa to like give him a look like and just like hit him on the side of the head. <laughs> Shut up, boy! Don't you ever talk to me that way? Uh, <laughs> he and woke up this morning and forgot who I was. When he shows up to Isaiah's house, uh, what are you doing here, Black Falcon? Black <laughs> <Right laughs> Falcon, but he's still black. <laughs> Uh, all good losers. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna match another one, and I'm gonna say that uh, Batrock. I'm gonna match Tab and say Batrock is the uh, the loser of the episode. I think he'll be back. 
we didn't yeah. we didn't see him die and yeah uh, i think uh, i speak for all of us when when i say we're all hoping he gets his own film <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give us yeah give us that six-part series <laughs> uh, he should be in is... the thunderbolts i think oh, yeah. he might be he, he could be, be like a like a tertiary character man. i was yeah. gonna say since he's a mercenary he should show up in deadpool there you go oh, yeah <laughs> there uh marvel if you're listening and we know you are <laughs> we just solved the problem uh, jonathan marvel if you're listening <laughs> yeah. uh so i checked the chat there's nothing there um, that tracks so we have a uh, we, have a, we have a quiet but uh intent audience uh, they're so too busy you. venmoing us uh they're <laughs> they're suggested the the, the the donation for watching for free yeah uh thank you for watching uh thank you for doing the podcast uh live tab keen michael Rob, Marsley, uh, we have other things coming up. Uh, you saw them in the pre-show of this. Uh, there is Study Hall, which you can see uh, Keen, Rob, and Marsley in. There is the MCU Explained podcast, uh, our YouTube channel, I should say, uh, which uh, Tab hosts, uh, co-hosts. And Rob had mentioned earlier about different things that will um, uh, go into more detail. That's where you're going to find more detail. Uh, that's the MCU Explained YouTube channel with Tap. Uh, other things for Crossroads, uh, we've got new podcasts coming out. Uh, Keen and Marsley and James Knight are working on something I'm super excited about, uh, which will hopefully be out soon. Uh, talking to Michael about doing a Star Trek uh, podcast as well. And a whole lot of Marvel, <laughs> just a whole <laughs> lot of Marvel coming. Uh, so thanks for listening now in the future. And thank you all for being here now in the future as well. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Cool. Stream is stopped. I'm going to go and stop the uh, YouTube one in a moment. Um, yeah, I was surprised that no one had anything to. Uh, I'm never to surprised. Say. People. <laughs> Ugh, people are the worst. We get, we ask for questions every week for the channel, and the finales have been like the least amount of questions because everything yeah. is wrapping up yeah, yeah. The, probably a lot of questions were answered in yeah. the yeah. show. <laughs> like <laughs> two things are we doing anything next week i think i want next week off okay uh, okay i'll take we it we can reconvene to do something uh, just because that'll be the first day after a whole lot of theater week stuff for me sure. um, <laughs> and other other small things that were thrown in and i've been running all the shows and hosting different things and all of that not that i have um, other shit to do um <laughs> but it is uh it's a lot of preparation and and things like that, that. So and then if you're doing a star trek uh podcast you should talk to chris newcomer chris newcomer is in love it <laughs> yeah. he's uh, yeah. yes uh yeah the wealth of information and, Chris, and, Chris and honestly if anybody knows anybody that's not white that is into star trek <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you want me to connect you with the my mcu co-host susan she is a huge star trek nerd uh, she's yeah. not white <laughs> <laughs> okay yes please that would be great um yeah i hate to be so blunt about that but star trek is a show oh, that, James that celebrates diversity and the last thing I want to say is show this, like, <laughs> this is a bunch of white guys talking about uh, Star Trek. And well, I think yeah, you want it to be, you, this is called Star Trek, <laughs> not NASA in the 60s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's because I've been talking about doing it for a while, and that's been the the, the big holdup is that my Star Trek circle fan base uh, is um, rather small. 
it would see it would seem. Um, so yes, Tab, please do that. Uh, and yeah, we'll take off next week, and then we'll just I'll reconnect in the next several days about what that next Monday might look like. Um, there is someone had mentioned about doing Invincible. I'm not sure that I'd want to do that with this particular within this podcast. Um, but we could also just look at a movie uh, or something that or, or the thing maybe the things that lead into Loki. That might I be was, the way to go. I I thought a fun one might be non MCU Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, you did mention that. Oh, you yeah. want to watch? You watch Daredevil? Huh? Like Daredevil or the Raimi, the Raimi Spider Man? We could go back to like the old old ones, like um, what the one know, with the plastic uh, see through shield on the or bike, the, or the Punisher movie from the eighties <laughs> oh, with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. the Patrick Jane Punisher movie has the best fight scene ever. Him versus. <laughs> uh the swedish or what was it the um i can't remember what it was called but yeah it was great the, the netflix was, the netflix marvel stuff is no longer canon right no longer. it never was unclear, they unclear. Are bringing, uh, there there's word that they're bringing in several different people though uh the punisher daredevil uh, daredevil, yeah, daredevil yeah. and jessica jones but luke cage was the best one come yeah, on I love luke cage, uh yeah. there is a um so part of the contracts with netflix Marvel can't use the characters for X amount of time after their show has been canceled. And Luke Cage was the very last one to air. Mm, so okay. he'll be the last one that's allowed. to Cause like, over. that's the one that I'm like, I mean, they, they were all kind of fun except for iron fist was iron hot, fist. hot garbage water. Um, but uh, that's the but, one I never got into like at yeah, all. It was hard to get into because it was not great. I never even watched even the, I kept telling myself to watch, watch it. But like I, I watched the full season of, uh, you know, I stopped watching Daredevil halfway through the first season. Um, and then again, that was back in the time when we could be outside, you know, without <laughs> face covering. So that was a long time ago. In the, in the before times. The before times. Unrelated, though, I just watched the first season of The Alienist, which is like such a, a show my mom would watch. Um, or I, I, I thought it was always a show that like, oh, my mom's going, that's something she'll watch. But I watched it. It was really, really good. Uh, and Zemo's in there. Yes. As Zemo? <laughs> the character? <laughs> yeah, as, yeah, as Zemo. Um, He's like, no, what am I doing very good here? It. Such a great show. Um, early New York murder mystery kind of kind of stuff yeah. and gruesome too. Um, yeah, anywho, thanks again. I'll be in touch about what the next thing is. Uh, See you in two week. weeks. Yes, bye-bye. Fun stuff, y'all. Later, Gators.